Hey people, and welcome to another episode of Try Guys. Sharing stuff that might be helpful, make you laugh, or shake your head. This is the last episode before our marathon in Valencia, which we don't stop talking about, or I don't stop talking about. We won't on stop my, talking on about. <laughs> on this podcast. And yes, this is also like the main topic of this episode. What's like the, the overall plan for next weekend or over the, the, the weekend after the next one. And also about mindset in terms of running, when you don't feel like running, how to handle it. This will be the framework for today. But let's start off with the questions first. All right. Um, the first one for you. Do you prefer working out alone or with someone else? If it's not you, I like working out with someone else. Mm -hmm. um, it it depends, like always. Like when I have a super evil workout, I just want to be for myself. Like this is just distraction, but you see it with all the run clubs or easy runs. It's super nice to have company when you have like a talking pace and this is super chill. And also you can push each other. So I have to correct myself a little bit. Um, but for this pushing, um, the other person has to be on the same level as well. Um, so it's, it's difficult. It can make sense, but don't, don't force it. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I think if you have someone that is better than you or on the same level, it's, it can be really motivating, uh, even in a hard workout. Uh, and yeah, if, if uh it's someone yeah it's if it's chill it's it's fun to have someone around but i also like to like to do the workouts alone most of the time uh especially like running or swimming like swimming i don't really care <laughs> if someone else is there you don't really you know yeah you're not really close or or in the vicinity of each other but yeah we could shower together you can do that after the run too <laughs> all right next one how do you define a good run? Um, I think a good run is either really exhausting um, in terms of you you achieve the goal you wanted to, or um, a, also a good run is a really slow one, a really easy one, one that doesn't you know strain you too much and you can actually enjoy in terms of not feeling like you're a god and just did the hardest workout ever but just you know enjoy the scenery enjoy a new city for example so so i think yeah those are my two good runs and the yeah ones yeah they're like yes yes i wanted to head in the same direction like it's sometimes the case that of course the hard workout the race itself and it goes well is like the run you're looking forward for which you will remember but I noticed in my marathon training at a lot of runs that a bad run could also happen when you're just going slow. So it's like when the run is really elevating your mood. Like it's always a pre-runner's high, but on some days nothing goes your way. And then you just say, okay, cut, go <laughs> out for a run. And it doesn't matter if it's a 30-minute slow run yep. or a two-hour interval. When you get home and you feel it's just a little bit relieved and more clear, this is a good run for me. Yeah, that's a good answer. All right. Um, how expensive it? Sorry. How how expensive is a marathon? It could 
vary from 50 euros to a lot more. And I think it depends on the, on the venue itself and where you start. Like for example, we are flying out to Valencia, of course, and have a, have their uh, house and Airbnb. And this all adds up to um, a lot of money. But when you sign up for your local marathon and just get your bib, drive there in the morning and go home four or five hours later, then it could be in the uh, double digits, like 50 to 60 euros. Yeah, you're totally right. And I also think um, for everyone who thinks, oh yeah, we got so much money, we can just do Val Valencia or <laughs> marathons all over the world. Um, we love to actually combine it um, as a trip. So I take my girlfriend, other people take their girlfriends. Dummy takes his boyfriend, Lucas. Uh, <laughs> um, I and, then, and then you have a great, great time. And um, yeah, enjoy the days before and after. Um, we'll see how much we will enjoy them after. But I think the last days will be fine again. Um, so yeah, so don't don't look at it isolated. Just look at it as a as a nice trip with a lot of cool memories, um, especially when you go with your friends. All right. Last one. What are your pre-race rituals? All right. Um, so I would count um, not only the Paris Marathon as races, also the two Ironmans. They are a little different because um, Ironmans just, yeah, you have to prepare way more before you have to lay out all the three sports and <laughs> think about a billion things. This is the ritual. <laughs> yeah, but um, what I really like to do is... Um, get good sleep you won't sleep well every time but just like be in bed early and um, with everything done so don't like think oh i should have like eaten more or something like plan the day before and the night before and then on race day i think my ritual is to get in the best mood possible and just um accept that it's gonna be a good day and you're gonna make it a good day even though you're gonna struggle so i think just just being grateful, I think, helped me every time, even though uh, sometimes I was not well prepared or not that prepared as I wanted to. But um, just being thankful to be there and still be on your journey. Um, and I think I think that gets me in the in the right mood for the races and it proved really valuable to me. That's a really good point. Like when you're heading up uh, when you're when you're sleeping into your race day, it's not the, the time and place to to be sad or disappointed about the training you didn't get in or something Scared. that didn't go well. Like this is the this is your condition you have at this moment and now you can can enjoy it. Like most of the time you worked a lot for the day. Just um be thankful and and be um in the right mood because this will always um lift you up to your highest to your highest um expectation. Like Flo's first Ironman 70.3 was the perfect example. He had yeah. such a good mood. I was just chasing and, and regretting decisions and stuff like this. And you see how it works out. Like Flo did an incredible race. 20 minutes faster than me. Um, I have some some rituals. Um, the night before, actually not the, the day itself. Like the races is are in the morning. Yeah, so there's not a lot to do there. There's not a lot to do and you have your own quiet time only like when you go to bed. Um, I 
contemplate what I want to do the, the next day. Um, my splits and my tactics. Um, it sounds more um, elaborated Technical, than it is, yeah. but, but I just want to make clear what to do when, so I don't have to think. Um, if it's an Ironman, I'm, I'm looking on the map, what what's what's going on. Um, but normally it's idiot proof to to go the right way. <laughs> and also I have a song which I will not reveal. I will I'm always listen to um, before important occasions in my life. So I listen to the song, then I cry out some tears and then I go to sleep. That's pretty good. <laughs> Um, I think we should rename this segment into long questions, <laughs> not quick ones. But um, I think it's a really nice, really nice way to get ourselves talking. So, yeah. All right. Um, let's let's head over to the first topic, maybe um, the upcoming Valencia Marathon. Um, yeah, like we talked about it a lot. It's it's going to be uh, different times, but uh same place and uh, hopefully a ex enjoyable experience for, for both of us and all the people who are joining and um, yeah so the plan is to fly in on Thursday um, morning so I, I really like this so we have the full day for us time there and yeah. um, we can pick up the cars uh, we can get to the Airbnb and then head out maybe to the city uh, just yeah maybe already look at the starting line uh, look at the city we live a little outside so or maybe just get used to the house and wait for all the other people to fly in because it's again very multinational so germany austria switzerland and uh netherlands this year but netherlands is like a little bit in disguise because yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah. But we have someone from Netherlands coming as well. <laughs> so sh she's not running, but she's coming uh, from there. Um, so yeah, so yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, just really excited to see the boys again in life and in color and in action. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we we got some cool plans. I think because um, you guys have some connections that you built somehow. Yes. Yeah. Like it's always. You, you talk like you talk to to people and then and then you get in contact with like other running running um enthusiasts but um I also have to point out like there's a difference between like having an Instagram DM message yeah we should totally meet up there you're right. are we running we're running as well and in Valencia and then actually meeting up like I'm really looking forward to meet Fabian he will do the same or he wants oh, to the same time uh, I I want to do oh he's racing yeah. yeah. Then I hopefully can um, meet up with my uh, with the the guy from Coros, my current uh, watch collaboration. He's crazy. I think his marathon PB is two hours and twenty minutes. Um, so I don't want to know which that what watch what completely insane. Take what pace yeah, it's, in, it's enormous. Like you cannot imagine. How yeah, I want to talk about something like that, but you can finish first. Yeah, and and then like some some guys like I think. Lucas was in contact with some people from Pure Sport, but yeah, we'll you, see. You never know. Yeah, but like we have a super cool group of people um, in our Airbnb, and I'm looking forward to meet them again. And what happens happens, happens. and if not, the race is the priority. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not really on the marathon Valencia topic, but um, yeah, I just we were just um, running together in the gym. And just generally, this was our first run in like 
six, six months since Iron since Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, but I wouldn't count that as a workout. Recently. If you don't count it in, it's like more than six months, maybe. The last time I ran next to Flo was a kilometer twelve <laughs> yeah. in the Iron Man. You're no, right. You're right. Iron Man in Aetna, no That's joke. crazy. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's really crazy how how different it has become for us. But I think it's fine as well. But it just it, it was such a crazy experience for me because like running next to me or what? Yeah, because um, okay, it was so crazy. But because I also always thought or or had like the 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 opinion that your running style was a little weird, like your body position when you started running, mm -hmm. it just felt like not like not optimal. And today you look so like relaxed at that pace that I could not run for like maybe 2k maybe uh, probably not um and you you looked really relaxed and you had like a really great posture and you looked like so in the zone and I was so like blown away by what I saw and I was like actually really proud and also like uh, made me think that like yeah of course, like it makes so much sense to me. Like, why would it be different? Like you're running a hundred or 70, 80, 90, a hundred, 110 kilometers a week. Like it's like probably the thing you do most next to studying law, but this is like a movement that you do like a million times probably. Yeah. So, so just like fascinating me, um, that, that, yeah, you look that comfortable at that pace because I always saw your splits, you know, like yeah. I see them on Instagram. I know how fast you are, but like actually seeing it again was so insane to me and was like really inspiring and motivating for me. Like some people think most people can't even imagine like we were running next to each other and I, I was looking at like the girl next to us and <laughs> she looks she no, she looked fast like but there was probably like three minutes per K difference between you and her. Yeah. And it didn't look that crazy. And I just thought it was so interesting. It's e really even our, our comparison. Yes. First of all, yeah. thanks so much. Of course. So nice. Always. <laughs> Always. Like, really, really makes me happy. Yeah. Um, also for transparency. Like, it's a super nice skill to deliver compliments um, in such an honest way. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you a lot. Of course. And... This is something I, I also learned. Like, you think like running is a super simple movement. You run or you don't run. Like, what's the, what's the yeah. difference? You but, put a but foot in Even running is, even um, when running is like this, this supernatural thing everybody does a lot. It's like you're still improving and improving and improving when you're on the, on the road, when you get your kilometers in. Yeah. Because it's like your body always wants to get it more optimize yeah, yeah optimize it optimize it and you see it like this was a super good example like the girl next to me like the bounce i think she mm -hmm. looked like she the same bounce like the same um yeah, yeah, yeah. You, if you if you have a smartphone in your hand and you're running you can't hold it still of course because you, you're bouncing you're just in the movement yeah but i would say like we had the same bouncement to put it like this mm -hmm. and to go one step further when you look at kip chogi yeah or some ultra marathon or super fast marathon runner they they are super super um, centered and not have too much movement. Yeah, but they're moving so fast, and that's why it looks like they don't running that fast. 
but they just have it super good under control. And when you see people going way beyond their pace, like if I would go at a two minute 50 um, pace minute per kilometer, your, your, your form or would just disappear. Who, who you would just, no, no, yeah, it would be like I would collapse to the front or my, 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 my center would collapse to the back and it would just be super unsustainable. Yeah. And this is also like, like a point you optimize your running. Also, um, what I saw is like, I was, bro, I was dying on that treadmill, to be honest. It was the worst run I had in a long time, but um, I had time to think about stuff because I only had my big AirPods, like the uh, on top ones. Uh, and they were so annoying, sweaty. And I had my cable, cable <laughs> like you were super unprepared. Yeah, so, so, so I was just like trying to distract myself from the fucking annoying run I had. Um, and I, I looked at your running style a lot, or like I saw it in the in the uh, corner of my eye, and it was so interesting because you're also I feel like you're kind of flexible, and also you're it just your your fast twitch muscles probably are so much stronger than mine. Like the just what they can endure and how they work. Like I felt like also you 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 had bigger steps in terms of like you were stretching your hip more, okay. you know, like the, the legs went back back more than mine and faster to the front, of course, because you were running faster. But, but I think I would just get some cramp or some like issues because I, I'm not stretched as, at all. And then I was like, that's, it's so crazy how much goes into it. Like you probably don't think about it that much, but just like doing it again and again and again, it just helped so much and it was just i was really enjoying to like run next to you like <laughs> i i wouldn't think so and um yeah just now you can book like place <laughs> there are two treadmills next to me and yeah and then we get one 30 minutes it's better than every movie to be honest no um but but yeah it was totally what you said you looked really calm and you looked really like straight and also composed like it, it, yeah it was really composed and i think that's the way to like actually start running longer runs in the faster pace because like you said every movement like that changes just breaks your body down like you get hurt you will you will lose so much more energy and yeah like even though you're not you're not um gaining a lot of muscles in terms of um volume when no. you're running but the like the endurance muscles, so crazy, so more flex, uh, so much more flexible than your, than your like the the muscles you see. Like when you when you work out a lot in the gym and you build up your your upper body or your legs, like this is something you can you can see. But like Nick Bear, like a super super nice running running influencer, always says like also it's, it's also bodybuilding. Also bodybuilding, yeah. he's insane. Yeah, he's the. Uh, definition of a hybrid athlete yeah he's he's a monster yeah every way yeah um and a super nice guy so you don't have to be an asshole to be like that like i'm serious like a lot of people who are super like like into something and like you know make it their whole personality kind of they're like assholes but but he's a really he seems like a really really down-to-earth guy still okay sorry nick bear yeah he he's always saying like it's brick by brick like you're building this huge endurance muscle and like i don't know when the when the the top the peak is on building like like your biceps muscle or something but building your endurance muscle 
to the secret crazy taking like decades yeah and this is so insane to see how you you just get fitter and fitter and fitter um take running or take biking like also these to the front people are like insane or big time swimmers like i saw yeah. a video recently from michael phelps he told uh, in a podcast he swam like 500 days in a row so every crazy. day oh my god i have to i also have to tell a story like concerning marathons there's a japanese guy um <laughs> bro this guy is crazy and also perfectly fits into do it as much as you can and you'll get good at it bro this guy runs everywhere he just jogs everywhere and like since he was like 20 or something and he just jogs to work like 12 kilometers and just jogs back every day in his normal shoes like no workout clothes he just jogs with the backpack on he just jogs everywhere i hope he has a shower and bro he doesn't he doesn't like um he doesn't um like care about the pace all the time but he is like one of the craziest consistencies in uh, marathon running like he actually wins races like he won the boston marathon once like okay. two, with two hours and 12 minutes or something and like he he runs everywhere and it's just so crazy like he has one of the best and longest um like he has some record where he um never like he did 40 marathons and never went slower than two hours and 18 or something or two thousand two hours and 20 and it's like like a bigger achievement than like some of the pros who do it for five years bro he's like 42 and still runs those paces just because he does it everywhere and like he had such an advantage in, in some races where it was like crazy cold and raining because he just runs every time like he runs from work and he's just used to it and then I, I just saw a video about it and i was so mind blown and i just realized i, I just remembered the story and like this also shows like he has no like coach he has no one like he just runs and it works like if you actually love running and just do it every day like no matter where no matter when like you will get better of course there's smarter approaches to this but i just want to like emphasize on the brick by brick such, thing such a crazy story it's insane like this is maybe the episode where we like navigating so much uh, away from our <laughs> yeah you're right. I think we should make a new new uh, segment like yes. crazy endurance stories or sports stories. I mean, if we have one, we'll drop one. Yes. Yeah. So this is our rest day plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Yeah. Let's let's come back to the to the marathon. Um, wrap that up. Yeah. Basically, it's just yeah. The rest day plan for me is be in a good mood. Actually, see my girlfriend on the on the fucking course because in Paris it didn't work. Like she didn't even see me once uh, before I crossed the finish line <laughs> in like three hours and forty five. So even air tank. I mean that's that's fucking insane. It's, it was so funny. I think it was so funny. Um. So this is a plan for this time. I think she was thinking, thinking, why am I even out here? That's so crazy because she actually missed me on the finish line as well because they were like the train was late or something. I missed you as well in air tank. Yeah, you true. Like they shouted out your name. True. And I was like, oh, this, this has to be him. This must have been another flow. Becker. Laurentine Becker. I mean, yeah. And um, let's come back to the rest plan. Actually, just get in the best headspace possible and just be, yeah, just just be thankful. Be happy to be there. I 
it's really tough to say if I can beat my last time because I was thinking about that as well today on the uh, treadmill. I was thinking a lot on the treadmill today. <laughs> um, I I was thinking like, bro, everything went perfect last time without me even wanting it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I just started running and then somehow I got faster and I kept the pace. So it just has to happen. Like it, it will happen however it's gonna happen and it's gonna be fine. Um, the only thing is I realized my new shoes give me blisters on one spot and I don't know if I should put a uh, tape on it or like, you know, like blister um, stuff. I don't know, because it was really annoying today and I had it more often, the problem in those shoes. So we'll see. But yeah, just have a cool race day fit, I guess. Feel, feel cool and just go out there and, and yeah, look fast. Yes. And be slow and finish. Yeah. Okay. What about you? I think yours is more detailed. <laughs> yes, I, I announced it um, over and over. I have the goal to go sub three hours it's like a really ambitious goal in terms of my last finish time which was three hours and 11 minutes and these 12 minutes are a lot um today i did a race pace run i don't know if this was the smartest idea but it felt good i did 20 kilometers on four minutes and 14 seconds but it's treadmill it's not windy and it's only 20k but so i also think treadmill is not a like doesn't help because you don't have wind that cools you down and just being on the treadmill is a different feeling i feel like but like it's it's a huge advantage like on the treadmill you don't have like the resistance of any air you're just staying in you're the right but place. also it's not that huge of a difference i mean if you have wind coming at you okay can but it, at those paces it, it doesn't make the craziest difference and also, if you're going completely, completely flat, flat yeah. all the time, it's better, even though it's not a crazy, crazy altitude course in, yeah, in, in the Valencia. Yeah. Yeah. It's also like every time worse when you have a little bit ups and downs. But okay, I'm, yeah. I'm comfortable, yeah. but um, I have to tell myself, I will be disappointed when I don't do it, but I really want to, to at least go um, in the PR, yeah. which would be sub three hours and 10 minutes. Um, I hope I don't blow up. Like I want to do negative splits, the first half marathon in a four fifteen, four sixteen pace, and then get faster. So I really have the the um, power left in the tank and not go out too fast with all the distraction with all the people on the sideline, which can push you of course. Yeah. But like forty two kilometers are too long to get pushed, pushed all the time. Yeah. Yes. Also, like one one thing I realized is. The space, like we talked about it, and I'm really grateful for your for your feedback. Yeah, um, I I have stabilized like in terms of my body, my, my position, mm -hmm. but I'm still super shaky. Like it feels way worse than going on a 4:30 last time. Mm -hmm. And every time I, I ran at the space, it's super uncomfortable to breathe and take gels or drink or do stuff. Mm -hmm. And I understand. This is also like a point I'm a little bit concerned about. But overall, like I'm, I'm heading into the full taper tomorrow. I'm comfortable. I will give all I have, and then I will see how far I can, I can go. I have to race smart and hard, and I'm ready. 
That's really cool. good to hear. I think, um, I think uh, numbers wise, uh, you can do it, but it's really dependent on the circumstances. But um, my honest opinion on your race is your head's going to decide. So it's going to, if you, if you will do it, if you do it, it's because you like over, you've overcome your body and like the destruction of your body, because I think it will be like the last kilometers that will count. Yeah. So, so, um, even if you blow up, I think, um, it's not going to be because you didn't train enough. I think it's, it would be because something happens and then you just can't do it. Um, but if you, if you can pull through and somehow, I don't know, all the stars and you don't have all the stars to align, but, but I think, I think it's going to be the mentally toughest thing to do if you do it. And I just, I think this could be like, I, I think it would be like your, your favorite thing to do to cross that finish line under three hours. That would be so crazy, bro. Yes. I will. I, I also think like that it's always like if I would set the goal not to be arrogant here, but to go for sub four hours, it wouldn't challenge, challenge me. And yeah, I mean, at, at this point, so, so this would not make sense. And also it would not make sense to give me the goal of going two hours and 30 minutes. The point is, I really think maybe you have the, the, the bias that you think this all the time and you have a goal time, mm -hmm. but I think that I'm just right. I just got my my fitness right. Like I, like I said before, like building endurance don't happen in a month. And yeah. in a year, it happened over decades. And I think like this is just, I just overstepped in the last one or two months this line where I can physically do it. Yeah. And now everything has to go. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly actually what I was thinking yeah. because the mind can do the difference now. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just saying don't hurt yourself but just don't give up you know like try to push as far as you can if you if you stand and walk on kilometer 41 do that but i just want to i don't know i just want you to to push as far as you can yeah. mentally you know so i think this is this is the perfect ending um because it's kind of like a cliffhanger because <laughs> We yeah. do. You guys don't know what's gonna happen next, yes. and we don't either. But um, yeah, I think we we sh we will probably do a race episode with yes, the other guys. Time there. Yeah, we'll we'll have some different voices, some really exciting voices, and also really different stories again. Yeah. Um, I really like those episodes when we ask the question. Yes, I think if we should do it before the race or after the race. I mean, we will see. We will see. Yeah, stay tuned. All right. Thank you so much for listening and here soon. You soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.